If you want to be neutral, you need to get out of the trade. <laughs> hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter, let's talk a little bit about decision points in trading and where things could go wrong, like, you know, entering a trade, exiting a trade, stuff like that. So what do you think are like the biggest um, decision points and what kind of emotions can come up at those points? Well, in my, I can speak to my experience and what I've seen and, and what I've heard from the traders. And for me, the big ones are obviously at entry, at, you know, management of the trade. Usually it's around the point of, should I move to break even or should I pull the plug on the trade? So that's kind of like mid-trade management, and then there's the exit. And almost always, we are influenced by our prior experiences. So, for example, if we've had two weeks of mostly losing trades, we're probably going to have a hard time, in most cases, as a discretionary trader, following the strategy rules. And in a lot of cases, you're confident, you'll lose your confidence, so you might not want to, you know, you may be, decide not to take a trade, or you might change things up, like, well... You know, the last three trades I've had, I've had good profit, but then the market went against me and retraced so quickly, I ended up with very little profit using my trailing exit. So this time I'm just going to get out as soon as I get to X amount of dollars or X amount of points or pips or whatever. So yeah, so usually it's along those lines. And the simplest way to look at it for me is that it's, it's a cliche, but you just control what you can. Mm -hmm. And in trading, you can control your decision-making, how well you follow the rules. Although that sounds very like simplistic, but that's the reality. And so if you decide to change your exit rules because of what's happened recently, you're not following the strategy that got you to where you are. You're not following the strategy that you probably spent hundreds and thousands of trades on testing. So is it going to work? I don't know. My guess would be it wouldn't work as, as well as the one that you tested, <laughs> but you never know. So, you know what I mean? So that's that's the way I look at it. So, so we have those key critical junctures in the trade. And, you know, I like to automate my exits so that I don't, like I release the psychological capital there and I don't have to spend so much psychological capital there. That also kind of frees up the ability for you to take the opposite direction. What I've noticed in myself and, and some other traders is that typically if you're like, let's say you're buying the euro, you're buying the euro against the US dollar and you've been buying it for a few weeks, then all of a sudden you get a sell signal. It's hard to kind of flip and just take that sell signal straight away, especially because you've been going, you know, you've had this, this filter, you've been looking at it as an uptrend. However, if you automate your exits, then you're not really making the decision, right? Like the trailing exit you've automated, uh, you, you flip the switch on, that's doing it. So in some ways, your job is done once you enter the trade, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. I find that a little bit easier to kind of allow myself to see the market in a neutral point of view. It's You're never going to be neutral when you're in a trade. It's really difficult to be neutral when you're in a trade. If you want to be neutral, you need to get out of the trade. <laughs> that's yeah. the best way to, you know, to analyze any chart is to get out of the trade. But so, yeah, so that's how I see it. At entry, at mid-trade management, and then at exit, those are the, the key sort of decision points in trading. But all of those are impacted from by your previous experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And uh, I would also add before and after, right? So the decision to actually start trading, maybe you're not in the best emotional 
state right now, maybe you got into a fight with somebody, maybe you were in traffic. Uh, so that's a key decision point to figure out, do I really want to trade right now? Or should I just go relax for a little bit and then trade or just not trade at all, right? And then after when the trade is closed, another decision point is to journal the trade, right? Are you keeping up with the journal? Are you putting all the information necessary in there? And uh, if not, then you should try and build that habit also. And it's interesting, like, it, you know, how have you ever played air hockey? Yeah. Yeah, where you, where you, so you play, you know, you're trying, you have one paddle and you're trying to score on the other, on the other, on your opponent. Like, it's interesting because in trading, if you think about it in air hockey, I play defensive, right? So what I do, and it's the same thing in ice hockey, actually, too, and probably soccer. I don't know. I play in a way where I, my goal is to stop my opponent from scoring. So I'm basically mm. playing goalie with my paddle and I, I just wait for them to make a mistake. And then I will once in a while go on the offensive. And sometimes, and oftentimes they'll score on themselves, right? When, mm. you know, you got the, the puck whipping around and stuff and they'll, they'll actually give me a point just by, you know, being really aggressive. So in trading, I kind of think of it the same way where there are some traders who tend to be very defensive so like if they get, like you were saying about journaling and stuff, if they get into a really bad space and their confidence is low, they might tend to shy away from trading, you know, step aside, maybe be gun shy on the next signal. Whereas there are other traders who are more offensive and what they will do is they will try and make it back. I want to get all mm -hmm. that money back that I lost on the, on the USD CAD, mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing. I guess that's another thing to think, keep in mind, like thinking about what you were saying, like, do you want to trade or like br the mindset that you bring to the, you know, to the computer screen when you're thinking about taking a trade, mm -hmm. it's almost like what you're saying is kind of the preamble to that. Like, okay, should I trade today or am I going to trade? And I guess I would just be aware as a trader, you know, which camp do you normally end up in? Obviously we can end up in both camps at times, depending on where we are in our lives, but there are those traders who are super aggressive and they tend toward over trading. And then there are other traders who tend to be gun shy and worried about the negatives, right? So they're the, the ones playing defense. And so just be aware of where you are there. And then you can kind of modify your environment so that, you know, you don't, you know what I mean? You don't end up too far in one camp. And yeah. that doesn't, you don't want that. Like you don't, in other words, you don't want your weak, your, your known, your one known weakness to be your downfall, right? Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be the thing that, that finishes you off as a trader. If there's if, like, if you're going to the game and you know that this is my thing, don't let that thing beat you, right? Like mm -hmm. set it up so that, you know, that's not going to be the thing that takes you down. If something else, like if your broker goes bust or there's a financial meltdown and the fiat currencies don't work anymore or, you know, whatever, like there's a tsunami and it takes out your house and your computer and your, you know what I mean? Your livelihood. Okay, fine. That's like something else. But if it's you and you know, it's the thing that you have, that's on you, right? <laughs> that's mm -hmm. your, that's your fault. So yeah, I would just be aware of that. If, as a trader, I would, I would want to be aware of where I am, like on the continuum. Am I defensive? Am I offensive? Where, where am I there? Where do I tend to make my errors? Because you can certainly modify your trading life so that you know it's unlikely that 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 one weakness is the one that is responsible for your downfall you know so yeah sports are sports are a really good analogy actually because when i used to play soccer i was more of like i prided myself in being a better passer instead of a scorer right so i was more playing on defense i was more giving the ball away and then one day i realized hey wait a minute i could i could score too right so i consciously started 
on trying to be aggressive and score and you know in the little league I was playing in I was probably like the the top scorer last couple of seasons right after I made that little switch but in trading also like I, I noticed that I was missing trades because I wasn't getting back in because like you said I was playing too, too defensive and I wasn't um, you know aggressive enough or I didn't have the confidence I guess so uh, yeah that's my tendency for sure so it's something that I try to be aware of and um, try to work on yeah yeah I mean self-awareness it comes down to that doesn't it like in trading that's one of the keys really to, to making progress is just that self-awareness. And as you say, journaling can help understanding what, where your pitfalls are, where your weaknesses are. You know, if you have those in mind, that can really help for sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Walter. Thanks. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.